0: It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway.
1: Showing on the hot track Melt like it's hot wax Put it out All the stores Bet you can shop that right. Leave a nigga With a hot hat Frontin' like bad boy Ain't got trash Nigga
2: stop that There's no guy slicker Than this young fly nigga Nickel nine licker Floss you die quicker uh-huh. This bedtime, time Out of town Pie flipper
1: Turn Chris Dallas To a crooked eye shipper. Everybody wanna be fast See the cash Fuck around they weak staff Get a heat rash Anything a bad boy Way we smash 100 G stash Push a bulletproof. Be I'm doing being a player and a baller. Just want me one bad bitch so I can spoil her. Mace wanna be the one you respect. Even when
2: you backs Rock Versace, silks over still V-necks. Got green, never seen, so you suck my juice. Clutch my ooze. Anything I touch, I bruise. Pup make his own law, nigga, fuck
1: your roof. Right. Good fellas, you know you can't touch us, dude. Don't push us, cause we're close to the. Edge, We're trying not to lose our heads.
2: Ah, ha, ha, ha. Broken glass everywhere. If it ain't about no money, Puff, I just don't care. That's I'm right. that good fella, fly guy. Sometime wise guy. Spend time at H A W A I I. Mates, can you please stop smoking la-la? Puff, why try? I'm a thug, I'm a die. I be out in Jersey, Puff and Hershey. Brothers ain't worthy to rock my derby. Uh-huh. I'm never drugged uh-huh. when I'm in the club, G. Though I know the thug be wanting to slug me. Uh-huh. Could it be I move as smooth as Bugsy? Yeah. Or be at the bar with too much bubbly? Uh-huh. Yo, I think it must be. The girls wanna lust me. Or is it simply the girls just love me? Brothers wanna rock my rolls, rock my clothes, rock my ice. Pull out blocks, stop my life. Uh-huh. I'm like, damn, how these niggas got that trust? Used to be my man. How you gonna plot on my wife? Do you think he snake me? Cause he hate me? Or he got a PhD? Play (laughs) Can't
1: nobody take my pride Uh Uh Can't nobody hold me down Oh no I got to keep on moving Quit that, Uh you a big cat, where your chicks at, where your whips at, at? wherever you get stacks, I'ma fix that, everything that's big dreams, I did that, don't knock me cause you're boring, I'm about to sell soaring, straight touring, simply a lot of men be wanting to hand me, cause their words just don't offend Uh me, Uh I'm skin cheese. In the West Indies, then come home to plenty cream Bentleys. You name it, I could claim it. Young black and famous, with money hanging out the anus. And when you need a hit, who you going get? You bet against us, not so bad. We make hits that'll rearrange a whole set, right. and got a Benz that I ain't even drove yet.
0: Connecting the SWAC, the MIAC, S-I-A-C, and the C-I-A-A, the HBCU experience lives here.
3: It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway.
0: Welcome into another edition of the HBCU Report for Tuesday, May 19th, 2020. Rob Calloway hanging out with you guys. Thank you for tuning in. However, you may be listening, be sure to follow us on social media Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HBCU Report. Remember, when we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are back after a much-needed week off. Well, it wasn't really a a week off. It was more so a week on. It was just a week away from the HBCU report. For those of you that don't know, I am a full-time educator. um, Stepped away from being a full-time broadcaster some time ago. And so now... Um, You know, school was kind of different. We had to close that thing out last week and get grades and all that stuff in. So had to take a little time away. Also, uh, for those of you that uh, go to com on a regular basis, uh, you notice uh, as of yesterday, uh, we had some updates that we were working on last week. We just uh put those online yesterday. So uh make sure that you check it out. You can actually hear the HBCU report live, like right now, live via sportsnewsandbrews.com in addition uh to all of the great places uh where you can hear the show. Uh if you've missed any edition of the HBCU report over the last uh, seven weeks. You can go back and listen on demand, twenty four seven via Spreaker, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio app, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Google Podcast. All right. So, man, so much has been going on since the last time uh, we sat down and and chopped it up. How about this? The Last Dance. Uh, the last two installments of the Last Dance happened Sunday night, and oh man, they did not disappoint. You know, it's it's hard to be disappointed with The Last Dance. I mean, I think this was one of the better sports documentaries that we've seen uh, over uh, the past, what, I'll say the past 10 years maybe. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, we got to reflect on the greatness of Michael Jordan, not just Michael Jordan, but those Chicago Bulls. And that was for uh, the generations that never got to see Michael Jordan play. You wear the shoes, uh, you talk about him, but you never got to see him play. You 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 never understood uh, how great this man really was. You got the chance to do that. And so uh, for me, the last dance was, uh, it was all of that. For me, I, the only thing, and I guess, you know, the the only thing that, that I would have liked to have seen uh, within the last dance, uh, I would have liked to, and I know it was the last dance, okay? I know it was the last dance. But I would have liked for them to possibly just kind of glance at what happened to Jordan because at the end it was just like Jordan went back into retirement. Well, he did, but there was more, which means that we should actually – Get another documentary because there was more. See, that's the one thing that, that you have to understand about documentaries or that I, I'm sure that you've noticed about documentaries or movies or anything is that they always leave you with more, with wanting more rather, if they were really good. They always leave you wanting more. Case in point, the Deion Sanders 30 for 30 that ESPN did huh, some time ago. We know that the Dion story is much larger than a 30 for 30. It left us wanting a whole lot more. Andre Rising it left us wanting a whole lot more, just like The Last Dance. If you're a real fan, you want it more. You know, here's the thing for me, is that I probably could stomach another documentary just about Michael Jordan, not Come Fly With Me, not Michael Jordan's Playground, not any of that, but an actual documentary that was in the mold of The Last Dance. Because, as I said, there was more to Jordan after that second retirement. Remember, he went into management with the Washington Wizards. Then he became a player with the Washington Wizards. Right. And now he's the only minority owner of an NBA franchise. So there's still more to it. It's a whole lot more to it. But, you know, there's always those that that have to, you know, always try to rain on somebody's parade. All right. So I was um, perusing the Internet. Uh, as I do, as I prepare for this show and just trying to see what different people were saying about The Last Dance, okay? And so there's this guy, Jason Johnson. He's a freelance writer for The Griot, thegriot.com. And so his article, The Last Dance, was Jordan's last shot and he totally missed the mark. Hmm, he missed the mark. So I was immediately, I, got, I began scrambling, trying to think, what is he talking about? He missed the mark. Then I began reading the article and the article began talking about Michael Jordan not taking a political stance. Then it talked about Colin Kaepernick and all of that stuff. And I kind of I kind of checked out on the article because here's the thing. I never looked to Michael Jordan. I never looked to Dominique Wilkins. I never looked to Charles Barkley or David Robinson or Patrick Ewing or or Larry Johnson, Alonzo Mourning, Shaq, Penny, Magic, Big Game James Worthy, Sean Kemp, uh, The Glove. I never looked to any of these guys for political inspiration, ever. I'll throw LeBron in there, ever. I, I never looked to pro athletes, for a you know for, to tell me how I should do my politics or or what they think about politics, I really don't care. I've never gone to an athlete and asked them anything. Man, yeah. So tell me about your politics because I don't care. You know, I want to know about what did you do to prepare for this game? Like, what do you think about this game? What do you like? That's what I want to know about. I don't. I don't care. Did you vote in the primary? Mm, not so much. You know. Michael Jordan, did you speak on black causes Uh, at the the end of the day back then? I didn't care. Let's just be let's just be be very honest, ladies and gentlemen. I wanted to see Michael Jordan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, drop buckets. That's all I cared about. We're seeing Michael Jordan drop buckets. And if you wanted to see Michael Jordan drop buckets, that's all you cared about. You didn't care about his political stance. Can anybody tell me what Michael Jordan's uh, a religious denomination is? Can anybody? Right, right. Because it doesn't matter. He could be Church of God in Christ for all we know. (laughs) I doubt it. (laughs) I doubt it. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying. We don't care. I don't care. He's Michael Jordan for God's sake. His airness, the air up there. Like, yeah, I don't care about all of that other stuff. And so, you know, for those that, you know, watched the last dance and, and, and actually took those type of points away from the last dance. Oh, Michael Jordan didn't. He didn't speak on, on, on uh, for black people. He didn't do this or he didn't. Yeah, well, maybe you're not a real sports fan. OK, because as I've said in my 20 year career of broadcasting, sports is the one thing that brings all races together sports at some point is going to bring everybody together. And this is the HBCU report, Rob Calloway hanging out with you uh, on this Tuesday night. Thank you guys for tuning in after uh, our week absence. Really appreciate you. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HBCU report. And this is the official kickoff of our celebration of 1997. And so uh, coming up in just a matter of moments, We'll take a look back at 1997, all right? But getting back to to this whole, I want my favorite athlete to go out here and be a revolution, or start a revolution, rather. I mean, yeah, you got to get over that, man. You, you just got to get over it. I mean, as I was saying, race, you know, sports heals everything. When there's some racial stuff going on, yeah, it's usually sports that heals it. I remember this guy, Michael DeWayne Vick. You might remember him, former Atlanta Falcons quarterback went to jail. We drafted Matt Ryan. Oh my God. The city was divided in half. You had all of the black people were Vic fans and all of the white people were Matt Ryan fans. Right. And everybody was like, oh, we won't Vic. We won't Vic. And then the other side was like, "Well, will just give Ryan a chance. Give Ryan a chance. And the black folks were like, well, we won't my Vic. We won't my Vic. And so it was a thing. But once Matt Ryan began winning, once the Atlanta Falcons start winning, Matt Ryan started doing things that Michael Vick never did. Yeah, sure, Michael Vick was fast, but Michael Vick ain't ever won all the games that Matt Ryan has. matter of fact, the Atlanta Falcons have never had a quarterback to win as many games as Matt Ryan has. And guess what? Everybody's on board now. This is what I'm talking about. Everybody's on board, so... You know, it's just one of those things, man. I I hate when people try to throw race and politics and and all that crap into sports. Like, you know, you got some guys that are outspoken and gonna say their thing, and that's cool, you know. Uh, and but you got to deal with the consequences. Like, look at Craig Hodges. You got to deal with the consequences, you know. For you, if you go speak out, if you go do, all, you got you got to be ready. You got to be ready. And while I know that LeBron James speaks out quite often, he's ready. What you gonna do? Tell LeBron he can't play no more. Okay. He got all the money. Hell, LeBron could probably buy a team at this point. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, HBCU Report, Rob Calloway hanging out with you. And uh, coming up uh, in the next segment, we will be joined by Damon Wilson, the head football coach of the back-to-back CIAA football champion, Bowie State University Bulldogs. Going to continue the conversation as we have with the other coaches in regards to the COVID-19 effect on his respective athletic program and see what they're doing moving forward. All of that happens uh, coming up in the next segment right here on the HBCU Report. But first, let's take a look back at 1997. It was October 25th of 1997 that black women from across the country participated in the Million Woman March in Philadelphia, focusing on healthcare, education, and self-help. In music, No Way Out, the debut album by Puff Daddy, Diddy, Sean Combs, was released July 1st on Bad Boy and Arista Records. Get It How You Live, the debut album by The Hot Boy, It was released on October 28th on Cash Money Records at the box office. It was August 6th, The Def Jam's How to Be a Player. Man, I love that movie. Starring Bill Bellamy uh, opened in October 8th. Gang related. Starring Tupac Shakur, James Belushi, and Dennis Quaid hit theaters. In sports and NBA playoffs, we were just talking about The Last Dance. The Chicago Bulls defeated the Washington Bullets, the then Bullets, the Atlanta Hawks, and the Miami Heat in the first three rounds of the playoffs en route to winning their fifth NBA championship over John Stockton, Carl Malone, and the Utah Jazz. that is a look back at 1997. Coming up on the other side, Damon Wilson, the head football coach of the Bowie State University Bulldogs, the back-to-back CIAA football champions, joins us next. This is the HBCU Report.
3: Open calendar. What's my schedule looking like?
2: Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park
3: and First Street. What? No. No, that doesn't work. I'm, I'm busy then. Decline. De- decline. Decline.
4: Floods don't exactly work around your schedule. Disasters don't plan ahead. But you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait. Communicate. Visit gema.ga.gov. Brought to you by GEMHSA Ready Georgia, FEMA, and the Ad Council.
0: If you missed the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway, here's what you missed. In your eyes, coach, what does that say about my character that I wasn't serious enough about the student part of being a student athlete to already have taken the test?
1: You can't, you can't play football and have a desire to play on a higher level if you don't take the ACP, and the earlier you take it, uh, the better off you'll be because the test is not necessarily the cakewalk, you know? Um, there's a lot of people that don't do well the first time they take it. So, um, I just think every high school coach out there should just really hung in on getting their guys, um, uh, to go and take, uh, the test when they come in as ninth graders and then take it again as 10th graders, 11th graders and just keep going. And then by the time you're senior, you would have taken the thing at least four times.
3: HBCU sports fans, who finally have a voice. This is the HBCU report with Rob Calloway.
4: Turn it up loud. <laughs> hey man. you a little sucker for love?
5: Word up. Love. <laughs> I should've seen you what? was trouble right from the start. Taught me so many lessons how not to mess with broken hearts. So many questions when this began we was the perfect match, perhaps arguments are getting loud. I want to stay, but I can't help from walking out. Let's throw it away. Just take my hand and understand. If you could see, I never planned to be a man. It just wasn't me. But now I'm searching for commitment and other arms. I want to shelter you from home. Don't be alone. Your attitude was the cause. You got me stressing. Soon as I open up the door with your jealous questions. Like, where can I be? You're killing me with your jealousy. Then my ambition to be free. I can't breathe. Because soon as I leave, it's like a trap. I hear you calling me to come back. What's I'm a you- Fall for it, but in this case, what could I do? So now I'm back to making promises to you, trying to keep it true. What if I'm wrong? A trick to keep me holding on, trying to be strong in the process, keep it going. About to lose my composure, I'm getting close to packing up and leaving notes and getting ghosts. Tell me who knows a peaceful place where I can go to clear my head. I'm feeling low, losing control. My heart is saying leave, but what a tangle where we weave when we can conspire to conceive. And now you're getting balls at the house, guess you're cheating. Here, cuz I'm leaving. I'm out the door. Never know more when you see me. This is the end. Cuz now I know you've been cheating. I'm what a fool. You, want for to
4: love. For love. you tried
2: for love. everything, but you don't give up. Do you tried love. everything,
5: but you don't give up. Now we left you with scars. Tears on your pillow when you steal stack the beatings to go away. It wasn't always a hit and run relationship. It used to be love, happiness, and companionship. <laughs> Remember when I treated you good? I moved you up to the hills, out the eels of the ghetto hood. Me and you, a happy home. When it was on, I had a lot to call my own. I still have seen you was trouble, but I was lost. Trapping your eyes, preoccupied with getting tossed. No need to lie, you had a man, and I knew it. You told me, don't worry about it, we can do it. Now I'm under pressure, making decision, because I'm waiting when I'm alone. I'm on the phone, have secret conversation. I want to take your misery, replace it with happiness, but I need your faith in me. Oh, oh yeah.
0: 96 and 97 were huge for pop. <laughs> they were huge. I can't lie. They were huge for pop living and dead. Yeah, man. Do for love. Yeah, from Tupac's. This is crazy, man. Look, pop dropped two albums in 96. Remember, all eyes on me. And then he dropped uh, Machiavelli after his death. The third album following his death. Well, the second album following his death, excuse me, was uh, Are You Still Down, which featured this song right here. And for a minute, the Tupac estate released a a Tupac album every year uh, from 1996, from the time of his death up until I think they did it over. what Was it 10 years? That they did a Tupac album like ten years straight, and so yeah, man, pop gone, but definitely not forgotten, man. Definitely not forgotten. And this is the HBCU report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Tupac definitely a big part of, um, man, my my teenage years. Yeah, he was man. He was a he was very influential. Let me just say that very influential. I mean. Look, I love rap. I like Biggie. I like Jay Z. But man, whatever Pot was saying about him, I was down with it. Oh yeah, East Coast, West Coast. Now I'm from down south. I'm from Decatur, GA. I was riding with them West Coast boys. (laughs) I was riding with them. No doubt about it. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HBCU Report. When we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. And if you've missed any of our uh, COVID-19 episodes, going back the past, what, six or seven weeks, maybe eight weeks, you can go back. Listen on demand 24-7 via Spreaker, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, uh, the Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Did I just say the Apple Podcast? Okay. Yeah, I did. I did. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, and and as I mentioned in the uh, opening segment, uh, we now have the player right there on the front page of sportsnewsandbrews.com. So you can go right to our official website, our official content partner, and listen to the show live, or you can go back and relive any moment via Bruce as well. All right. Now, as promised, we are being joined on the line by a good friend of the show. He is the head football coach of the two-time back-to-back CIAA football champion, Bowie State Bulldogs, my guy, Damon Wilson. First of all, coach, welcome back to the HBCU Report.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad we were able to win the CIAA back to back.
0: I know you I know that's right, man. That's a that's a, a hard feat. Well we can start right there. Uh, you know, when you talk about uh winning the CIAA uh not being an easy task, uh having a team to actually win back to back. Um, you know, what was the secret? How were you able to keep your guys uh grounded, you know, back to back seasons and, and focused on not overlooking that next opponent? I think that's
3: uh, a hat salt to my coaching staff and my senior leadership. Those guys, uh, didn't look at trying to, uh, win a back to back championship. They try to win, we tried to win a championship. So we kind of, you know, threw out the window what we did in 2018 and focused on every game one day at a time in 2019. And I think that really helped us, uh, you know, be successful this past season.
0: Absolutely. Now, of course, uh, everybody has been feeling the effects of, uh, COVID-19. Uh, so how did, how did COVID-19, how did it affect, uh, uh spring football there at Bowie State?
3: Uh, It's in fact, there's a great deal. We didn't have a, have a spring football uh, season at all. Uh, you know, we were in a situation where we were getting two weeks away from spring practice and, uh, you know, we, we were cut short, uh, because of the, uh, because of the virus. Uh, so a lot of our things have been virtual now, you know, meet with our guys virtually as well as, uh, coaching staff meetings virtually and all that other good stuff. So everything has been virtual at this point.
0: Now, from a a technology standpoint, what are your thoughts on on these platforms like Zoom and Microsoft Teams uh, and the way that they've created a new way for coaches and players to stay connected?
3: I think it's it's a great opportunity, actually. It opened up some new doors for us as coaches that we hadn't looked at at one one time before, uh, but it's forcing us now to use, you know, technology, and it's something that I see us uh, taking advantage of moving forward. Uh, it's given us a great opportunity to, you know, to to be in our students' shoes every day because now they're taking online virtual classes. So it gives us an opportunity to see how they're working in the classroom uh, because, you know, we work with them the same way. You know, we're going to actually know who's with them in a v- virtual world. And, uh, and it's really given us an, uh, an idea of what they do daily and it's given me a couple ideas to uh, implement our program moving forward.
0: Absolutely. Now, what about from a recruiting standpoint? How how do you think something like this could, could actually help you down the road?
3: Well, for for us, it's it's, it's kind of twofold. It, it, it's eliminating opportunities for some of the high school guys to visit some of the larger schools right now, which, you know, may recruiting is big. So it's allowing, uh, as I saw it, prevent it a lot of the high school guys from having coaches visit their schools. So right now, everybody's pretty much on the same level playing field. You know, it gives us an opportunity to meet those guys virtually as well. We have uh, our campus uh, administrator did a great job uh, putting together a virtual tour of our university. So, you know, we're sending that information out to, to possible recruits and high school coaches so they can see what we're doing. And everybody across the board is pretty much doing the same thing. So it's really no difference right now between what the FBS, and FCS and Division 2 schools and Division 3 schools are doing when it comes to recruiting right now. So it's no no budget restrictions or anything like that. It's just about being creative with this uh, social, uh, not social media platform, but with the virtual platform.
0: Absolutely. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway on the line right now with Damon Wilson, head football coach of the Bowie State University Bulldogs. Uh, now, because of, of the COVID-19 pandemic, the, the NCAA made several huge decisions. Uh, first and foremost, waiving the ACT-SAT requirement for incoming freshmen. Now, were you surprised by that decision and and were you able to benefit from the waiver?
3: I, well, I think that was a great decision from the NCAA because you're looking at student athletes that possibly missed five or six ACT or SAT tests combined. Uh, were we able to benefit? Yes, we were. You know, we had a couple guys that we assigned during the signing period who were right under the, uh, division two requirement when it comes to test score, but had a very good SAT. I mean, a very good GPA. Uh, so by them waiving that, uh, test, it, it allowed us to pick up a couple guys and, and, and that, that we possibly wouldn't have had if they had to, uh, take the test so yes we have benefited from it and uh, I think a lot of emphasis are put on that SAT and in my experience guys with higher GPAs have had better college careers academically anyway so I don't think it's a true gauge of of where what a student may do at the college level so you know I'm very uh, I'm comfortable with the guys that we picked up that may not have had the test scores but the GPAs were in great shape
0: Absolutely. Now I had uh, a Commissioner McWilliams on the show a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about the new normal of sports and the possibility uh, of sports with no fans for the foreseeable future. Uh, some coaches say no problem. It'll be like practice. We do that every day. Uh, some coaches say fans are a huge component of, of college athletics. Now, what are your thoughts on that?
3: There's a definitely a huge component of college athletics. I think that's something that, uh you know, everyone wants to go out and, and display their skill set in front of other people. You know, we see it every day at pr- practice, as coaches, but uh, there's nothing like playing in front of your parents or your family members or just folks in a community. uh So to not possibly have that opportunity, that think it's another opportunity for having a uh, uh, game stream uh, uh, streamcast, you know, uh, live stream streaming games, uh, games televised, so that folks can still see. What our student athletes are doing, and uh, for us as coaches, it's, it's definitely going to be a different spin preparing our guys without those fans. <laughs> you know, because that that is uh uh from a a mental aspect that does play a factor in the ball game. Uh, but uh, I think we'll rather play football with no fans than not, not have football at
0: all. Absolutely, Coach. I'm right there with you. We got to get something going. Hold the line for me really quick. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway on the line with Damon Wilson. He is the head football coach of the Bowie State University Bulldogs. Uh, coming up on the other side, we will continue this conversation. And I uh, got a couple other things uh, that I want to try to squeeze in if we have time. If not, we'll just talk about it Thursday. This is the HBCU Report.
1: All right. Everybody in the car.
0: If you missed the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway, here's what you missed. Rob Calloway tapping it up with Doug Stewart. Black folk, man, we suffer from a, a disease called lack of insurance. Like, but we don't <laughs> ever have insurance, but we got to start a GoFundMe. We got to get a right. PayPal. We, we got to get all right. this stuff going. So first of all, why is it important to make sure that you have
3: some type of life coverage? Like other communities, man, they look long term. You know, we're very short-sighted in the way we view life. But imagine if you... You know, turn twenty-one, and you had three hundred thousand dollars waiting for you in a life insurance that you could use to put down on a house or start a business. You know, and so a lot of times we just start out behind the eight ball in our community because we don't use life insurance as a tool to build financial wealth. HBCU sports fans who finally have a voice. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway.
4: It's a bus. What? Nine seven. Come on, come on. What? Hot shit. <laughs> Check it out. You with no delays of what you saying, yo. Uh, Silly with my nine, Melly with the dilly, yo. What? When I be on the mic, yes, I do my duty, yo. While up in the club, like we while in the studio. Uh, you don't wanna violate, nigga, really and truly, yo. My uh, main thug, nigga, named Julio, he moody, yo. What? Type of nigga that'll slap you with the Tulio. Uh, bitch, nigga scared to death, act fruity, yo. Fuck uh, that, look at Shorty, she a little cutie, yo. The way she yeah. shake it, make me wanna get all in the booty, yo. Top bitch, just the banging, bitches in videos. Uh, while I'm with my freak, like we up in the freak shows. Hit nah. you with the shit, make you feel feel it all in your toes. Hot shit, got all you niggas in wet clothes. on my metaphors when I formulate my flows. If you don't know, you fucking with lyrical player pros Do like that. Do you really want to party with me? Let me see this what you got for me. Put all your hands with my eyes to see. Straight up, violent, in the place to be. If you really want to party with me, let me see this what you got for me. Put all your hands with my eyes to see. Straight buck, We trust, what? yo. It's a must that you heard of us, yo. We murder us. Uh, a lot of niggas is wondering and they curious. What? How me and my niggas do it? It's so mysterious. Furious, cool. all of my niggas is serious. Uh, Shook niggas be walking around fearing us. What? Front nigga like you don't wanna be hearing us. No. Gotta listen to how radio be playing us. Uh, 30 times I take you to make you delirious. What? Damaging everything on up in your areas. Yeah. Yo, it's funny how all the chickens be always serving us. Sold up in between the ears when you wanna carry us. Hit uh, you good, then I hit them off with the alias. What? Chickens, they want to marry us. Uh, Yo, it's flip mode, my nigga, you know we bout to bust. Uh, Seven figure money, the label preparing us. So like the dust, instead of you making the fuss. What? Niggas, no better, because there ain't no comparing us. Nope. Mad at us, niggas, is never, we fabulous. Yeah. Hit my people off with the flow, that'd be marvelous. Uh, oh shit, my whole make victorious. Yeah. Taking no Christmas, niggas, it's straight up warriors. Uh, Why you feeling that? I know you be feeling so glorious. Uh, then I am blitzing reminiscence on my nigga, notorious. You like really want to party like that, 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 let that, me see, what you got for. Me. Put your hands on my eyes to see violent, in the place to be If you really wanna party with me Let me see this what you got for me Put all your hands with my eyes to see Straight buck, uh-huh. violent, in the place to be If you really wanna party with me
0: Classic Bustle bus right there Put your hands with my eyes can see Yeah, so funny <laughs> As we commemorate 1997 Kind of what the girls used to tell me back in 97. I admit, I admit, yeah, I might have been a little (laughs) touchy-feely. Rob, put your hands where my eyes can (laughs) see. Oh, great times, great times. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Oh, my God. Did I just admit to some kind of misconduct? (laughs) It has to be a statute of limitation somewhere there. That was 97. 97. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Rob Calloway hanging out with you, man. Make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HBCU Report. Also, remember, when we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com. Your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. And for those of you just tuning in, uh, we are being joined on the line by the head football coach of the Bowie State University Bulldogs, Damon Wilson. So, Coach, I know last summer uh, you served as an intern with the New York Jets as a part of the Beowash NFL Minority Coaching Fellowship Program. Uh, How was that experience for you? That experience was great.
3: Uh, Coach Gates did a great job in giving me an opportunity to uh, work uh, hand-in-hand with the coaching staff, gave me opportunity to have some game time responsibilities with regards to uh, two preseason games. Uh, but on a day-to-day basis, I had uh, worked with the running back group uh, and having an opportunity work, working with Le'Veon Bell was was definitely special to see a guy like him uh, uh, be so willing to learn uh, uh, and better himself in as as a football player. Uh, but it it, it, it informed, um some true friendships. You know, some guys now I have friendships with on a daily basis now that are part of that coaching staff there. And, uh, you know, it, it was a really great experience to open up some doors with me and some other coaches down the line possibly.
0: Absolutely. Now, you know, I got to ask you this. You know, it, w- when you talk about being a coach in the National Football League, it's really tough, right? When you talk about being an African-American, that's why they have this thing called the Rooney Rule, right? It says that right. – a certain amount of African-Americans have to be interviewed before a coach uh, or a general manager can be hired. Now, uh, there's this news uh, about the, the NFL considering uh, improving draft picks for teams that hire minority candidates as head coaches or general managers. I, I can, can I just get your thought on that, man? I mean, it's, it seems kind of crazy. A little I mean, like, hey, if you, if you hire this coach, then we'll sweeten the pot for you.
3: Like, what are your thoughts? From from my understanding uh, and what I've read thus far, I really don't like the the new proposal right now uh, because I think it takes away the actual merit of that guy being a good quality coach, you know. And, and I, I don't think that's the way we want to go uh, with regards to improving the hiring of minority coaches. Uh, so I I don't I don't from what I understand I do not uh, like that proposal right now. I think there are enough good quality. Minority coaches out here that should that deserve an opportunity, and I don't think you have to put an incentive in place uh, for the uh, higher ups to give that opportunity to those uh, minority coaches.
0: Absolutely. Now, you know, as you know, one of the brightest minds, and not just HBCU football, but NCAA collegiate football. Um, why do you think that 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 there's? I'm not going to say a stigma, but but why why is there a, a lack? of of african american coaching talent that actually gets that look at the at the f b s level at the n f l level uh, because you know we got some really good coaches in the coaching ranks uh on the h b c u level so why is that in your opinion
3: i think something uh goes to what you just said and something that i i've always had a um i want to say a problem with but i i i don't look at us as an uh h b c u football you know i i look at us coaching division two football i think when we get out the mindset of separating our uh hbcu from the rest of the football world i think then you know the, the respect level will change a little bit i think we're in a very unique and special situation where we where we're coaching at hbcus so a student athlete will get an hbcu experience but once that ball is kicked off it's football You know, it's it's NCAA football at whether it's the FCS level or Division II level. So I think there's some things that we can do internally to improve the overall uh, perception of Mm -hmm. the Division II or or FCS. HBCU football but like I said I think I think we have to start by saying hey we're playing a brand of football this NCAA we just happen to be at an HBCU or HBCUs and and I think that experience in itself is unique uh and I, I think guys that have positions at the FBS level Must reach down. You know, you got to lift others as you climb. You know, I think you have to reach down and grab a guy with you. Uh, that's something that I'm very big on, whether it's promoting from within the staff and or trying to get a, a a younger coach, the experience that I may not have had at, at, at 22, 23 year old, 23 years old. Uh, so I think a lot has to do with that, but I think we have to definitely change the perception, uh, uh, of our, uh, leagues
0: absolutely he is damon wilson head football coach of the Bowie state university bulldogs coach thank you so much for checking in with me man look i look forward to talking to you uh as soon as we find out you know where we go get some football and and how this whole thing is going
3: to play out yes sir yes sir thanks for having me and i look forward to it as well thank you
0: all right great stuff right there from damon wilson head football coach of the Bowie state university bulldogs really appreciate him for checking in with us uh this evening uh man Look, usually I don't do this, but I'm going to just be very open and honest. Well, I'm always open and honest with you guys. But coming up this week, next week, man, we've got the, we've got the show already lined up for you for the next two weeks. That's what taking a week off will do for you, boy, Whew. man, we got this thing lined up. It's going to be jam packed. And um, man, I hope you guys really, really, really uh, appreciate the effort that we're putting forward. Man, it's going to be it's going to be nice. It's going to be really nice, man. Um, couple other things before we get up out of here. We got what about three minutes before we go? Four minutes before we go. Uh, a couple other things. Uh, we talked about the last dance uh, earlier in the opening segment of the show, and uh, as you guys know, over the past few weeks, I've been I've uh, actually crowned the last dance as the gift that just keeps on giving. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, I was talking to you guys, and it might have been the last broadcast. Uh, I was talking to you guys about uh, these T-shirts that Magic Johnson had created, the Magic Johnson T, And you know how I had forgotten all about them until I actually saw them in the last dance when they were over in uh, Barcelona. Was it Barcelona? Not Barcelona. Where were they? In Seoul, Korea, or Barcelona, wherever they were. Oh, Barcelona. And, um, and it just brought it all back. And, and so, you know, I put some of the shirts up on social media just to, you know, just kind of be nostalgic. But as I was uh, doing some research over the weekend, I guess somebody else had the same thought that I did. Now, here's what The Last Dance did not talk about, which is why I said earlier that, you know, I could actually uh, digest an entire uh, Michael Jordan documentary uh, that just talks about him, okay? And the reason that I say that is because there was so much that wasn't talked about. Now, for those of you that play video games, what was the biggest thing about Michael Jordan back in the day? He wasn't on the freaking video games. Do you know why he wasn't on the video games? Well, long story short, and I'm actually going to put the video up on sportsnewsandbrews.com, hopefully by in the morning. I'm going to try to do it this evening, but hopefully by in the morning. What happened was when Magic Johnson got the license for Magic Johnson tees, okay, he got the license and originally he could only sell shirts with his likeness, okay, the shirts did so well that David Stern actually gave him the license to be able to uh, print shirts for every team and and with the likeness of the the superstar on the team and and the hottest selling t-shirt that Magic Johnson was putting out at the time was the Michael Jordan MVP t-shirt, okay? And he was making hella money off of it. And so they did a, a a whole interview with somebody, I forgot who it was, and Magic went on record and was like, yeah, Mike, yeah, you might be winning, but hey, man, I'm gonna make a whole lot of money off these t-shirts with your face on them. So what ended up happening is Mike went back to his people, his agent, went back to the NBA and was like, hey, how is Magic able to sell these t-shirts with my face on and make a profit, but I don't make any money. So then they explained that part to him and he withdrew uh, himself from all of these different committees, all of these different components of the NBA that um, grant licensing to other entities. And so basically he pulled himself away. So that, so he wasn't on the video game. So he wasn't on NBA jams. He wasn't on any of the, uh, up until what? Maybe I don't know what six or seven years he wasn't on the two K. He hadn't been on um, NBA Live for you know like originally he was on Bull versus Blazers and games like that. Those original uh, early NBA games, but he wasn't on the latter ones. And so that's what it that's that's what it, it it had to do with. And so I would just like to hear Michael Jordan talk about that part himself. Yeah. I mean, so like I said, it's a lot that uh, the last dance offers us and uh, I can't wait. I think it's actually going to be on Netflix. I'm not sure when it might be there already. I, I, I don't think so, but I know it's a ESPN Netflix uh, partnership. And so uh, I'm going to watch it again. I can't even lie. I'm going to watch it again. All right. So I'm about to get up out of here, man. Before we do, man. Uh, just checking out sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Uh, a pair of uh, Ricky Jordans. I say Ricky Jordans. A pair of uh, Jordans. Ricky Air Jordan 1s were uh, sold recently for $560,000. Good luck with that. Shouts out to Future, his uh, new CD. I don't know if you still call them CDs or his new whatever. His new project, uh, High Off Life went gold just minutes after being released uh, a few days ago so shouts out to future also shouts out to president barack obama did his thing over the weekend uh giving the commencement speech to hbcu grads oh man we miss you barack obama we miss you man know that we we definitely miss you All right, so that about do it. Are all hearts and minds clear? all hearts and minds clear? If all hearts and minds are clear, then that about do it for this edition of the HBCU Report. I'd like to thank tonight's guest, Damon Wilson, for uh, checking in with us to talk about Bowie State Athletics. I'd also like to thank you, the listener, because without you, there would be no HBCU Report. So until Thursday night yeah Thursday night at 7 yeah you gotta make sure that you tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend that we're here three days a week Tuesday and Thursday at 7 and Saturday mornings at 9am follow us on social media Facebook Instagram and Twitter at HBCU report and remember when we're not here we are there there is sportsnewsandbrews.com your official source for sports black news political news and the latest on your favorite craft beers and before I get up out of here man you know the show mantra yeah man Tomorrow's not priming, so we got to be the best version of ourselves every damn day. This is the HBCU Report. I am Rob Calloway, gone. It's the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway.